Hello and welcome to Stages with Ola Jackson. This is the show for the evolving midlife woman who asked the question, what about me? We focus on the issues for the women who are 40, 50, and 60 plus who are living their lives in stages and on their own terms in their careers, their businesses, their relationships, and their personal lives in general. And today, as we talk about self-care, you're talking about middle-aged women, there is nothing more important to us than menopause, or should I say the dreaded menopause. We're always trying to figure out what can I do to alleviate some of the symptoms? How can I best live with this? There are so many personal issues that we don't talk about. Sometimes we don't even talk about them to our friends. But this day, we have what we call the um, menopause whisperer, who is going to help us through this maze. Her name is Dr. Deborah Robot, Robach, excuse me, Robuck, and she's an RN. So the town with the DNP means that she is the founder of CEO of Going Through the Change. And as a 59-year-old woman, I've been there, done that. Thank God it was smooth. But it's a global health and wellness company. And it focuses on helping women navigate through perimenopause, menopause, and then post-menopause, ladies. This is the show that you have been waiting for. Welcome, lady. How are you today? Thank you so very much, Ola. And I am just, it's a privilege to have the opportunity to talk to you and also to your audience. Well, thank you very much. Well, you know, this is a topic, honey. So you can just, we're going to get right in here and ask you, what even made this become a mission in your life? Well, let me just say this. I had many major events that had happened to me going through this process, but all my life, pretty much, I'll say over 40 years, I have been in the healthcare arena around women and children's health. Mm -hmm. And when I was about in my 60s, I had three very tragic events. Um, First of all, uh, my husband passed. Mm -hmm. I had a police shooting where, praise God, I didn't receive one of the bullets. And then I was diagnosed with cancer. And one of the things I really realized is women in our age group, and I'll say menopausal women, Mm -hmm. are more or less, I will say, ignored or it's as if we walk in the room and no one really takes uh, us into consideration Mm -hmm. to the issues and concerns. As long as we are taking care of them, everything (laughs) is all right. I love that because you said that very well. We're okay as long as we're taking care of them. Otherwise, we're invisible. Absolutely invisible. And the thing is, uh, especially when we get to this stage of life, we're almost in what you would call the sandwich generation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where oftentimes our care providers for those who are older, and then also I won't say care providers directly, but if we have children or nieces or nephews that are more or less millennials and, mm-hmm. and, and they have concerns, we're sandwiched in the middle. And so we're reaching in each direction, trying to maintain some level of balance mm-hmm. in our life situations and more or less, 
we forget about our own life. Oh, sure. We put the mask on everybody else. Like, but ourselves. Like, but ourselves. And when's the and last time opposite. we got a phone call from someone asking if we need anything? You know. Well, <laughs> now that you know, that's a hard question. But you know what my uh, mantra is? Oftentimes, we almost train people how to treat us. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a childbirth educator, the moms would have the babies and they would forget about themselves. So what I would tell them to do, make index cards mm-hmm. of things that you need done and usually when people ask us to do something we've gotten about it i said pull one of those cards out and give it to them uh-huh, uh-huh. And, I, uh-huh. and i would almost say that for our age group we forget about things but if we have almost like a list and refer back to our list and say you know what i forgot about this could you help me with this uh, sure. Sometimes uh-huh. we gotta ask. I was, yeah and we <laughs> are afraid to ask for several reasons and, but I, I want to uh, digress for one minute and say the baby thing. I remember when I had my child and they asked me if I wanted to keep the child in the room. And I said, no, you take him. I have him the rest of my life. Right now, <laughs> you take him with you. But getting to the part about having that index card and giving it to somebody, a lot of times we are afraid to ask because we are a sandwich society. We don't want to bother our parents because they're old and we don't want to worry them. We don't want to become a burden to our children. And so we don't tell them either. And then we don't want our friends to know if we're going, some, going through something. And so we are stuck. We, you're, you're right, we're stuck. But let me just turn that around a little bit. Even though we're afraid to ask, mm-hmm. are they afraid to ask? Generally, oh, a good no. point. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, so um, what is it, turn around and fair play? This is a balanced relationship. And so we need to feel comfortable in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, I will help you with that. These are some of your assets and gifts that you have that can help me mm-hmm. and two of us bind together we can produce more of a better outcome well that's a good sometimes point. you gotta you gotta train i hate to say train you got mm-hmm. to educate people about how to treat you uh-huh and, and we do have to start asking sometimes maybe somebody would help if we did come out and ask because we're going through a whole lot of changes it's almost like when we were pregnant the body is going through all kinds of stuff and now here we are again after being so happy we no longer have a period but yet here there's other stuff that goes along with menopause and what are those other things that we can encounter well let me just say first of all and this is what i have conversations with many people they say oh girl i have stopped my period i don't have any problems i'm through with that uh-huh. and i said first of all menopause is as various stages mm-hmm. you have pre-menopause perimenopause menopause and post-menopause mm-hmm. and i said first of all yes you start having signs and symptoms of getting ready to go through that time in your life when your menstrual cycle stops Mm -hmm. i said it just doesn't happen over one day but after it stops you got a whole new arena Mm. of issues that Mm. you need to be working on and i'll be honest with you ola i'm so committed to this passionate about this because 
I don't believe starting when it comes to your health, especially at the mm-hmm. last minute. Right. These are things we need to be training our young women about in their 30s and 40s. I remember when they talked about in health class, well, you know, you're going to start your period. Everybody knew about you're going to start your uh-huh. period. You're going into the adolescence. This time in life needs to be just as forcefully educated mm-hmm. to women especially between 30 on on up 60 and 70 Mm -hmm. and 80 Mm -hmm. because these things are going to constantly change and that's a great point because we all do experience things and we experience different things as well i'm happy to say that i went through most of it you know, very smoothly, but I'll be 60 next year. And, you're, and I haven't really thought about the postmenopausal. That was just something that wasn't even an issue. Well, let me just say this to you. You know, you know, people say, well, Deborah, what is your menopause journey? Mm-hmm. And I say to them, I realize when it comes to my reproductive health, mm-hmm. I started to notice some changes at 32. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, when I had a period that I could almost tell the time by, I knew almost what day, mm-hmm. how long the period was going to be, and whether or not I was going to have any discomfort. discomfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, I started having excessive bleeding, which I'll say fibroids, which is very mm-hmm. common among African-American women. I dealt with those problems with fibroids all the way up to when I got married at 39 and 40. Mm-hmm. Then I was trying to get pregnant. I was going through fertility for six years. Wow. Now, I believe this, six years going through fertility. But now I really looked at this. Uh-huh. I was having premenopausal symptoms even then. I had irritability. Wow. I started having senior moments, and I was taking fertility medication. Hmm. I even asked my fertility doctor, I said, listen, you know, I know I'm taking all this medicine, all these injections, doing all this stuff, but I'm having problems with senior moments. You know what she said to me? What? I got the same problem. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and, and, and she gave no recommendations, no advice. And it really took me talking to one of my staff members who was a nutritionist. And she said to me, Deborah, let me tell you what to do. Because I, I, I had gotten to the point, I was running at least 10 meetings a day, mm. had a staff over 100 people managing multi, multi-million dollar programs for the city of Philadelphia. And I'm like, but all of a sudden I forgot, where are my keys? What did I do with this? What mm-hmm. did I do with mm-hmm. that? That's one of the signs. She said, Deborah, first of all, are you on a multivite? You know, you make sure you have puric acid. And I found that at that time when um, people have Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. they also have nutritionists work with them. Puric acid, make sure all of your appropriate nutrients are on board with your body. I okay. said, okay. And I did that. Another thing she recommended. Did it help you? Did it change? Yes, it did. Okay. Yes, it did. It helped. So I would tell people, go to a nutritionist. Yeah, really I was going to ask you that because we mm-hmm. um we have we have such poor eating habits in our community. It is devastating. Right. It is so, we have so, if we spent more time at the health store than we did at the beauty supply store, we'd be okay. Well, I'm going to tell you something. People need to look at their health plans. Most health plans offer nutritionists. Oh, really? Yes, they do. 
And and that's one of the things I really encourage people, know your health plan. So go to your nutritionist. Really work. I Even when I got breast cancer, I was back at that nutritionist. And she helped me build up my body to be able to better protect myself and to also return to health. So, wow. you know, I would tell people, no matter whether you premenopausal or all the way to postmenopausal, you should at least twice a year be going to your nutritionist, call your health plan, mm-hmm. sit down with them, develop a dietary plan. Another thing, because we have health insurance for those everybody has who has it, mm-hmm. exercise, exercise, exercise. Because, first of all, when you exercise, it helps to increase endorphins. So, mm-hmm. say, for example, you're sad and irritable. Well, you can get that stress off of you by exercising. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk to your plan. Um, like for me, I'll be 65 in, in a couple months, and I'll get silver sneakers free. Okay. And so mm-hmm. I can go to the Y. I don't have to pay anything. Now, I, yeah, And I work out five days a week, and I can tell you, most of my friends – I'm moving too quickly for them because mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be out for lunch. Now we're going to the car. I'm like zooming and they're asking me to slow down. But see, yeah. I got, I got a head start. I started like six or seven years ago and most of them are kind of sedentary. Well, but the thing is, let me just say this to you. It's never too, too late, late to mm-hmm. start. Right. And and the thing is, I'm going to tell you, my niece got on me. She said, you know, Auntie, you need to go to the gym. When I went to the Y, not only the aspect of me watching these women doing powerless exercise, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. 50, 60, and 70. And my other niece, who was only 27, couldn't keep up with wow. the ladies up to 70. It can be done because as we age, your muscles become weaker, Mm -hmm. and that's when you have problems with tripping and falling and all those types of things. So this is an investment in the quality of our life. But also, when you're at a gym or at the Mm -hmm. Y, you have the companionship that you will have to encourage one another. Oh, sure. And you can do your own thing. Um, I love yoga. I think it's one of the best exercises. And I have a diversity, so I'm not bored. I'll do my Zumba Mm -hmm. and I'll do my yoga. I will walk at the park. And also, we can't say because of the finances, because in Pittsburgh, we have a lot of things that are free. My Zumba classes Mm -hmm. are free once a week. Um, Two programs popped up, um, and I took advantage of those they cost nothing walking mm-hmm. is free so we have to prioritize really uh what well, do you want to we do? have to do that but you know one of the things when i'm coaching people or uh, giving uh, a mentorship to people i said we have to change our mindset mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. we've had such a fixed way of thinking and looking at things well, what we did at 16, 25, 35, mm-hmm. 45, we can't do it the same way when you're 50, uh-huh. 55, 70. You can't do it this way. You have to have a mindset to say, okay, wait a minute. I need to grow. Mm-hmm. I need to, like my tag is rethink, renew, reimagine. You have to rethink of who you are because I'm going to tell you, a lot of times you don't even know who you are Mm -hmm. at 65 versus what you were at 40. 
And that is a very good point about doing things differently because there are some times when I try to stay at the gym for two hours and I begin to think, honey, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So mm -hmm. I have to modify some things because you know your body has a way of talking to you. I wanted to stay for yes, two hours does. today, but by about an hour and 40 minutes, it was like, you may want to stay a little longer but listen to your body say it's time to go home and, and do things differently. Absolutely. And also I would recommend people. And again, this is about investing in you. Mm -hmm. You might need to get a trainer mm -hmm. at these different facilities to teach you how to appropriately exercise. Right. Because a lot of times we might have bad form uh -huh. and instead of having strength, we'll wind up in having aches and pains because we're not doing the exercise appropriately. I am living proof because most of my um, prescriptions from the doctor is to go get my shoulder because I hurt my shoulder, go get my knee because at the gym I hurt my knee. So a lot of it comes from working out inappropriately because when you join a gym sometimes, they just have you join and they teach you that one day and you're on your own. Oh, no. Well, see, you know, like, and I'm, I'm going back to my childbirth class days. <laughs> I used to tell people, let me tell you, if somebody gave you cold French fries at McDonald's, you would mm -hmm. tell them, this is not working for me. Mm -hmm. Do the same thing, and I'll say, for your health, especially when you're at a gym. And, and if they say they don't have time, maybe that's not the gym you need to be at. Mm -hmm. Ask them how much does it cost for somebody to do me extra, do extra training. But I really believe, and I'll say I'm a why person. Mm -hmm. When I go in there and I say, I really don't understand, can you go over it again? Develop relationships with those people because you're a good advertisement for them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we have to do a whole lot much better in taking care of ourselves because it, it, it gets to a point where if you don't and it's and you are of a certain age where something may arise that you can't undo, you will you may wish that you would have started a long time ago. Well, you know, uh, regret is a uh -huh. horrible thing. Oh yeah, uh huh. And you don't want to have regret. And I will tell people, just like uh, October is Breast Cancer Month, mm -hmm. and I tell people, did you go, are you going to get your mammogram? Oh, I haven't done that in three, four, five years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling people, you need to talk with your doctor. I said, do you know, I just happened to go to my doctor because I had a routine. Uh -huh. Just happened to get my mammogram. Never thought in a million years that I would have invasive breast cancer. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. And the thing is, I would have regretted if I had not had that routine or that commitment to my health. And then I was really going through a situation that the cancer could not be handled. And I would have other health issues in addition. Praise God, I, the, the doctor caught it early enough. I had surgery. I'm on tamoxifen. Mm -hmm. And I'm moving on. And that's another oh, reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, yet, and it's so important, but it, 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 it has to be a challenge because most women I know don't take care of themselves. Oh, they that's really true. Do, and that is absolute true. And they may admire you because you're disciplined and you're posting stuff on Facebook, as I always do. Um, mm -hmm. But it, I always tell them, it's, you, have to, you have to do it and you have to want it because nobody can want more for you 
than you want for yourself because at, at close to 60, I'm only on thyroid medication, no other medication, mm-hmm. never had a disease, never stayed a day in the hospital Thank other than giving God. birth. So I watch what I eat. Um, the thyroid does slow my metabolism down, but I still am a firm built person. But mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to make that choice. And, you know, I had a friend who was obese and I said to her, I said, come walk with me. And she goes, well, that's too early in the morning. I said, look, I believe in starting every day by doing something for yourself. She ended up dying. She died years later because she was obese and just she was stationary. Yeah, but you know what? What you're doing by encouraging people, like, for example, I had somebody said, you're familiar with Girl Track? Yes, yes. Okay, somebody said, come on out, Deborah," And I'm like, oh. Okay, okay, you ask it. I love it now. I love Girl Track because I'm so busy going around walking with mm-hmm. people, encouraging people. Everybody has a different point of motivation. Right. And and you have to help them get to their why. Why mm-hmm. will I make a change in my habits, health habits? Sometimes it's not about them. Oh, sure. Sometimes their commitment is about I don't want my children to have to take care of me, and, and I hate to say it this way, but I'm laying up in the bed, and they got to take care of me. There. They got to help me go to the bathroom uh-huh, and this uh-huh. and this and this. I don't want that. That might be their why. Well, sure. And, and they can find something that'll work. Uh, you don't have to something. walk like I walk or go to the gym like I do. You know, I have a son who's autistic, so that's my inspiration. Other than the fact that I like how I look now, I like how mm-hmm. I feel, and I still have to try to stay around as long as I possibly can with an only child who has autism. But I also want to ask you before we part is, um, what about a woman's sexuality, her sex drive, you know, her dryness, things related to that? uh, Well, you're being very uh, specific. And let me just say this, different women go through different aspects. Yes. Mm -hmm from uh, her reproductive organs have changed because of the withdrawal of estrogen. Mm-hmm. There is dryness there. I would say talk to your GYN doctor, mm-hmm. ask them about what type of uh, medication or uh, lubricant or whatever mm-hmm. to use. But understand that it can be um, kind of, you know, that's why they call me menopause whisperer. That's something women will whisper about. Uh-huh, right. They got these concerns, but they don't say anything. No, feel free to talk to your healthcare provider right. about this. The other thing, some women become even more sexually aroused because they're not worried about getting pregnant. I know. Uh, so, and they should also <laughs> talk to their significant other about what's well, going on, you know, well, so they can let, know let how to that. address that. And let me tell you, and a lot of women think, well, I'll talk to him. Well, let me tell you, he needs to talk to you because mm-hmm. he's going through something too. Right. Uh-huh. You know, so just as, as as your estrogen is decreasing, his testosterone is decreasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have to build that. What y'all might have done earlier during your relationship, mm-hmm. you might have some different varieties. Of different oh, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh level of intimacy but that doesn't decrease it and if y'all could come together and talk these things out do so mm-hmm. and and he, and he may think that because you're in pain or dry or whatever mm-hmm. that that's a, a rejection of him because you kind of just maybe Absolutely. shut it down 
and he yes. may be thinking, well, what's going on? Opposed to you saying, yo, this is what I'm going through right now. Let's see That's how we can right. do some things differently or whatever right. it takes to um, continue on with the relationship. Right. And I think, I mean, that's the best uh, recommendation that you, you've given. Y'all need to talk it out so that he doesn't think it's about him. Right. But it's about both of you together. So where can people contact you? Do you have workshops and seminars? How can yes. folks connect? Well, first of all, I am on Facebook. Uh-huh. I do Motivational Mondays on Facebook and okay. Going Through the Change. I also, on Wednesdays, generally I do videos. I do educational tips. I'm also on um, YouTube. I have a link, Deborah D. Roebuck, on LinkedIn, so I um, post various things there. And I'm getting ready to have a, I guess you would call it a meetup, a little luncheon right here in West Philadelphia on um, October the 26th. Oh, wow. Okay, now. Yeah, and and it's on Eventbrite. So this is my first time. I just wanted to do it right in my community and with people who are influencers that can share this message with other women that they come in contact with. Oh, so if you ever had one later on, since I'm in Pennsylvania, you know, if uh-huh. I know in advance, maybe I can get there and participate in some way because we're, okay. we're, I think we're well, four is, hours away. Yeah. Yes, we are. But you know what? This is the, my first time. Mm-hmm. And, and I will make sure I will send you out information. But also I do coaching. Uh-huh. I do one-on-one. I could do group coaching with families because a lot of times everybody's going crazy. Like, I know. They I can't, can't figure out what's wrong. Then <laughs> what is wrong? And believe it or not, I have done many education classes with men. Oh, because wow. That's once, great. Once men understand, mm-hmm. hey, I've had women come back to me and say to me, Thank you very much. Uh-huh. We understand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's made a big difference. And the, yeah, that's so important um, that they do get it, that you just don't say nothing without them trying to figure out well, what on earth is going on. But I want to thank you. I have been looking forward since uh, we were introduced to get you on here. Yeah. Women, this is, this is our biggest issue. We have the same audience of midlife women, especially women of color. So I want to yes. thank you for taking the time to give out this information and you have a phone number or email or whatever you want to share too. Oh, well, I, I tell you, I'll give you my email. Okay. G-T-T-C G-T-T-C Renew Renew, Renew at gmail uh-huh uh-huh.com okay well i want to thank you for joining us and i know we will connect again oh absolutely and i am living well you know you're saying i am living my life in stages and i'm not done yet wonderful thank you and have a <laughs> bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye thank you for joining us if you want to hear more of our shows Just Google Stages with Ola Jackson and you will see all of the platforms that we air on.